Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. Welcome back to Gold Diggers UK. To my left, we have Samantha at S for CK12, Lauren at Lauren Coys, Marva at Marva MSK, Mariam at I am Mariam underscore, Brie at Brie Blue. So, girls, it's only right we start with the game of the week. Arsenal hosted Liverpool in a 3 2 victory at the Emirates today. Sammy, I see the smile on your face <laughs> and grin from ear to ear. Let's get into it, but let's start with Liverpool. Darwin Nunes, ladies. <laughs> I'm actually mad we let him score. He's been ass cheeks. And we let him score. But anyways, it was a deserved goal anyways because we were just, we were losing pressure, we were losing composure. All like the defence, obviously this was like the Gabriel slash Saliba mistake. And ugh, it could have been avoided, but at the same time, you know, so much could have happened prior to that pass that happened to Darwin anyways, but yeah, it's as well. So girls, do we feel like Nunes has finally kicked off his Premier League career, that he's going to kick on from here? The goal gave him a bit of confidence, maybe, Marva? I don't know if it's as simple as that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's calm it down, Liverpool fans, yeah? No, um, I think, to be fair on him, I think he's, um, in the last few games, he's sort of done everything but score. Like he, in the Champions League, I thought he played pretty well. Um, and yeah, maybe if he now that he's got that one, he'll kick on. But I think it's less just about him and more about the fact of how disjointed Liverpool are right now and how chaotic they are. If you're gonna concede first in every single game, then that's asking that's already asking a lot from your striker to be honest, because your striker then has to has to score regardless. So yeah, the way their midfield is at the moment, the way a certain right back is at the moment um, <laughs> are there bigger problems and I don't think it's fair to think that Nuno should just like drag them out of that he's too new to the league to be the person to like spearhead it and drag them out of it when other players 
I'll tell you who's supposed to be dragging them, Salah. Because... I thought he was playing. Right? Yeah. Everyone said, you know when he came Where's out, Salah? I was like, oh, wow, he was there. Because it's... the reason why I say it should be Salah, number one, he's been in the Prem for a minute. Mm-hmm. He's one of the most experienced players on that squad. And secondly, when Hazard was in Chelsea, people were saying that he's better oh, than Hazard. Let's not do that. Because when Hazard was in the Prem, Hazard dragged a team of bums. To, through to top four. Okay. Can Salah do it? Evidently he's showing us right now that he can't. I can't lie. I'm even happy to be on the pod today because Salah is looking... Welcome. He's look, thank you. He's looking very funny under the light ever since Mane left and I'm yeah. happy. Mm. He's, he's actually... Money. You know what? I think he's starting to be export, exposed as a fraud that he is. Let's, let's put that out there. Yeah. He is. Did you see some of the shots he's been taking? Salah's been doing this for a minute. Yeah, but because Mane's been there, um, you know... Just making things look all rosy and dandy. People aren't yeah. really, you, people aren't really spotlighting um, Salah like that. So, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy the way things are going for Liverpool. It was about time, and if they finish top four, that they'll actually be very lucky. But the way things are going, I feel like it's just gonna, it's gonna be a very long season for them. I think Trent has picked up an injury as well. I'm surprised that he still continued playing after that. Um, clash that he had, but yeah, please, Salah's looking funny. Can't lie. Can I just say about Salah? There were three Everton women players who have more league goals at Anfield than him. Speaking on Salah, then, is it only right that we give credit to Tommy Asu and the performance Listen, he put in at left back today? Salah's been a zero out of ten pretty much all season. Yeah. It's not, I, I have to say, so Tommy, Tommy Asu had a good game. But Salah has been bad for multiple games. Yeah, that post-contract form is looking a bit... I weird. think, I can't lie, I can't <laughs> lie. I feel like Salah was relying a lot on Mane. No, but he was. I think Mane was, out of the two, he's the more selfless one. Yeah. Um, or maybe he's missing that element of competition because I feel like when Mane was there, it was first. a constant competition between yeah. who's yeah. going to score the most. Yeah. So I feel like... Not to, okay, maybe I was a bit too harsh. <laughs> Not to be too harsh, but maybe that's the element that's currently missing in that Liverpool's front line. Yeah. Do you it's feel like the same energy Mane. is being mm-hmm. kept given how Mane started last season poorly and he was slandered up oh, until absolutely. December on the TL? And I feel like is Salah that protected Liverpool player? Because he hasn't performed yet and we're in the month of October or three months is. into the I think league he season. Is. He definitely is because there was no reason for Mane to get to not get the same contract as Salah did. I don't think Mane actually wanted to leave. Yeah. He was pushed to leave. Exactly. Because if I'm not given the same opportunities and the same reward for what I've done for this team, I'm gone. Exactly. Look what he's doing at Bayern. Mm-hmm. Cooking. Madness. <laughs> Let him cook. Accolades to him. I do think though, like the imbalance of bringing Nunes in because when it was Jota or Firmino, they're a lot more fluid in the front three. Whereas Nunes is a centre forward, he has a yeah. What's a blind for like? So Salah now has to play quite a different position. It's yeah. not. I do think obviously losing money is big for them, but they have had a few. I can't believe I'm backing Liverpool here, <laughs> defending them, but they have had a few injuries. Um, and then I think, <laughs> but I think like isn't had Jota started the season, there would be less pressure on Nunes as well. Um, and then yeah, just think the way that they've that imbalance now. It's like Salah does have to play a slightly different role. When you've got a number nine who's waiting there for the ball to be crossed into them. You know what? I hear it. 
I totally hear what you're saying. And diverting away from the attack, let's talk about the defense. Yeah, yeah, that's another level. Trent, 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 Trent. And midfield as well, to I, be honest. For me, I don't care how many crosses he puts in, how many assists. You're a right back. Your primary job is to defend your goal. Exactly. And people are running past you like you're still playing under 12. It's, it's embarrassing. Terrible. It's embarrassing. But Lauren, do we think that Liverpool's defensive woes are just on Trent? Or has the likes of Van Dijk, Timikas, Robertson been just as poor? I think the def- the whole defence has been poor, but... You now, when you watch Liverpool play, everybody targets Trent's yeah, side. Exactly. And because they know that that's, they, they know they're going to exploit there. Yeah. And then the other defenders are also exposed. I think also Liverpool's midfielders is terrible. So okay. they don't get that protection <laughs> um, either. But I think even Simicas isn't being run up and down the way that, that, that Trent is. It's, it's, it's not good. It doesn't bode well for him. Obviously, he's injured yeah. now. It doesn't bode well. I, I can really understand why um, he doesn't get into the England side. I can understand because Southgate for, is pragmatic. You can't have somebody who everybody targets your side exactly. and people just run past you like you're not there. Martinelli, he Martinelli could have played for 180 <laughs> minutes exactly. playing against that. No, exactly. I feel like I don't know, or maybe I don't know. It, it's almost as if he doesn't try. Like when Martinelli was on him, I don't know if it was for the second goal. Yeah, yeah like, when he just ran across, just, what are you doing? No, like that was actually awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> even, I know, of course, sometimes when a player cuts back, sometimes it throws a defender off. But I thought that was even an opportunity for him to sort out the little mess. But I don't know what's up with him. But yeah, it doesn't look good. It and he look gives good up as well. Like he gets done. Yeah, he gets that's beat. It. Yeah. And yeah, he, he turns up. around. He's like, oh, look, we conceded again. It's, it's yeah, not he gives good. up. He gives up. That's, that's the word I was looking for. Speaking of the Arsenal youngsters then, the likes of Saka, Martinelli and Martin Erdegaard, is it about time the rest of the league takes them seriously? Mariam, I want to start with you. Um, did you say it's time for the rest of the league to take them seriously? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're performing really well because I feel like when Martinelli had his injury, like everyone was onto him. Some were calling him needy, smelly. And I think it was harsh because he's so young, but I think he's showing now what he can do in a good team. And he's so talented and he's in form. Um, yeah, I think they should take him seriously. Odegaard as well got so much stick. I've always stuck with him because I like him as a player. I think he's really good. Um, and I think he brings that calmness as well. But he too got so much stick as well. But I think he's doing what he needs to do. Um, and I wasn't really sure about like the captain, the whole captain shout at first, but I can see why he is captain. Um, and did you mention Saka as well? Who did you yes. mention Saka? Um, I think Saka's <laughs> been a bit here and there this season, but I can understand why he's probably exhausted for one. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, you need to, I think as a winger, like you need to reinvent your game and stuff like that. And that can be a bit difficult, but I think he'll be all right this season um, with some rotation and stuff. I think he'll be good, but everyone should take them seriously that they're scary. Like when we played Arsenal, I was so rattled. But I mean, as much as we won, but I was rattled. I'm not going to lie. So it wasn't like I was so rattled because they're dangerous. But yeah, I think everyone should rate them. Dangerous. And, um, and give them, they are dangerous. Excuse like, me. Dangerous. Look what he did. To, he, that, You're telling us we're not dangerous. Not. Have you he even scored against us as well? Was it, did it, did it get ruled out? That yeah, goal? it got ruled out for a foul. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He on that left-hand side, he's dangerous. I'm sorry. Like, just <laughs> like, I don't know. Like if you lapse concentration for a few seconds, Martinelli is leaving you behind. Like, you can't do that with him. So. See when he beat, yeah. um, was it Luis Diaz in the foot race? Mm. Mm. Yeah. I was watching like, oh my goodness. <laughs> 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 he, 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 nah, he's, he's rapid. Yes, I do think yeah. the rest of the league should take them seriously. Of course, they're young as well. So there's so much time as well. Um, but 
so there's room for improvement, but I do think people should. I see the spirit of Tima is in Brie right now and being an Arsenal hater. So Brie, how how did you see the game as a neutral? Well, um, as a neutral, I think that Arsenal started off quite well. Um, but then there were moments of the game where Liverpool did actually, you know, attempt to dominate. Mm. I think especially um, seeing the likes of, um, you know, Nunes trying as well. Um, and I think defensively, yeah, I think defensively, Arsenal kind of just lost a bit of momentum there. And I think that's what Liverpool were really trying to capitalise. So I think, you know, it was justified that that goal was scored before um, half-time. Um, I will be honest, Arsenal did play well. Like, the three points were well-deserved. I think what this game also exposed is that Liverpool's problems are way deeper than we actually thought. Um, and I'm really surprised that the scoreline was, what, three? Was it 3-2 in the mm. end? Yeah, I, I thought it was even going to be way worse than that with the way the Liverpool I squad think, was. I think, sorry, it's a, just a button. Like, I think Liverpool are so lucky. I think Arsenal have an issue with, like, that whole clinical finishing thing. I feel like sometimes they really just try to walk the ball into net and you can't always do that. In yeah. some situations, just finish it because every game is not going to be like that. Do you know what I mean? But... Um, yeah, Liverpool were so lucky that Arsenal yeah, yeah weren't think, so clinical today because it could have been quite bad. It could have been really mm, humiliating. So, um, yeah, they're lucky on that part. As, as well as Arsenal played on that, don't make, Liverpool always in the game. Up until the final yeah. whistle, they yeah. were always well, in the yeah, game. I and I think um, that's the difference, for example, between like Arsenal so, and City. City have this yeah. ability to just take the game yeah, away literally. from the opposition. Yeah. And I yeah. don't um, think that, that Arsenal did that. But equally... Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, sometimes you have to get the job done. No, and our problem is our problem is we lose composure. Yeah. As soon as obviously first goal hit, yeah, fantastic. Gabrielle does something stupid, and then everyone just goes, Yeah. (laughs) You see, everyone just loses. I think that's what you're going to have though if you have a squad of young players. Yeah. Because when their backs are against the wall, they have to keep learning. So I think. And also, I think it goes to the point with 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 Saka with um with Odegaard and Martinelli, they are very, very good players, but they're also very young. So yeah, yeah, exactly. that consistency will come as they mature yeah. and, and continue to play. But, you mm. know, if they play like they did today, they're, they're, yeah. they're going to be most sides in the league. I think today was the first time I saw them actually come back with spirit and like, yeah. nah, we have to win this game. Because yeah. before, as I said, we lose composure, then we're just completely overrun like we're finished and defence have to do work that they're still clearly not doing mm-hmm. but today I was like do you know what the fact that we have Saliba oh my god <laughs> thank goodness you have well oh, it's not it's so sad now that he's dead he's <laughs> sad that he's dead but Gabriel like yeah Gabriel I'm Saliba watching you I'm watching you even though he actually helped out in that sec- the third the third goal second goal second. it was the Se- fe- the second, second one goal. the step yeah. over in the box yeah. 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 He thing. I, I said you redeemed yourself <laughs> however we're still watching you because yeah. a lot of the times all of these errors come from him and he's a very rash player. We already know this. He's very much, he's an aggressive player and he wants to do everything to win, but the decisions that he makes cost the game. And it's yeah. like, we need someone with composure at the back as well, leading. I think and that's why Saliba's there. It kind of helps him out a little bit. He's still bit. a kid though. No, he is. He's even he still is. learning from Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he, of course, he's the more composed of the two, so... I feel yeah. like another thing I want to add is that this Arsenal team is definitely different to the squad that it was last season. And the oh, reason 100%. why I say that is that when Sammy raised the point about, you know, usually if you're 1-0, 2-0 down, which wasn't the case there, obviously, but when the opposition scores, it's mm. almost like you just lose yeah, that done. composure. And there are two things here. 
Number one, obviously, you scored the goal within the first minute, got a little bit carried away, mm. allowed Liverpool to score again, you know, but then you found your way again. Well, let Nunes do crying emoji at the stadium. <laughs> but, um, it's embarrassing for him to do that. And then no, no, <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm trying to get to you is that if this was a previous Arsenal team as of last season, it could have been the case where Definitely. Liverpool could have just run away Definitely. with it. Definitely. Do you got what I mean? So I think what this has shown me is that, yeah, you guys have the potential to take it all the way. Mm to, you know, winning the title. Do you think you can win the title? What do you think? I think that's the only thing. I think because their squad is so young, even like when Wenger was about, I think they always had that mentality issue. But and I we're so... And it's still early in the season. No, so I'm I thinking... think I think saying that the squad is too young is a dumb excuse. No, no, not too young. Not dumb, I said so sorry, young. No. <laughs> no, I said they're so young. So it's it means when it gets to a certain point in the season where you know your back's against the wall and they just need to like get results, grind up results. It might be a little bit difficult because there's not entirely that much experience across the whole. No, squad. but that's the experience. You know I mean? That's the experience that they need, though. Because again, I mean, when you, you exactly, it, funny. they had it last season. I think when your when your mentality collapses at the yeah. back end of the season. What worries me as uh, as a Spurs fan is thinking they're not going to repeat that. I don't see I don't see this squad no. because they've they're, they're every Thursday they're, there's a reminder of exactly mm. what they could have had mm. last season mm. when they're having to fly to here, there, wherever. So I think it's different. All this time. mainland Europe this time. <laughs> speaking of clinical edge though liverpool do face manchester city next week at anfield oy, oy, and oh my we are talking about one of the most clinical teams in the league so marvel do you think liverpool can afford to give up half of the chances that they did against arsenal to harland and de bruyne definitely not no team can no <laughs> team can right now like Man City are just another level because even to games like the Southampton one this weekend, like that could have been worse. But it was just yeah. it was. They don't so have to get out of first easy. gear. They do not have to leave first so gear. Easy. To and win. I've seen previous seasons where as good as City are, and they still walk the league, but they have games where it's just like they're still kind of grinding out. They concede a few here and there. I know they've had a few like that this season anyway, but just the level to which they can just turn it on so casually when they need to. Like, but I do think though that Liverpool, if anything, this is the game that Liverpool need because this is like the closest are finding the line. These are their rivals, basically, like at the moment, barely their rivals. So, this is the fiction where they'll actually feel shame. <laughs> and, and also, it's a reminder of like how far they've fallen because this fixture last season was their like. This whoever wins this is mm. yeah. within a good chance of winning the title. That is not the case right now. Exactly. Yeah. So their fans will be up for it. Obviously, it's at Anfield. Like they're gonna be walking alone that day. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's true. No I, one's I, don't, I don't see how that team the team like, keeps see out. <laughs> it could be a season deciding game though. Not not to like say that if they lose and that's it, but in the manner in which they might lose mm. or the manner in which if they get a point and then it might kick them on a bit. But I'm like, saw what happened with United, <laughs> with City. If, I think if that happens to and Liverpool... And see Liverpool's I'd, form I'd right now to, after exactly, United. I to see them get that. that I think they it. have one win in the Premier League in about four games. I Two draws, <laughs> one defeat. I saw someone tweet that Liverpool are below the team that they beat 9-0. I guess. Yeah. Wow, Blow. 
<laughs> it's actually bad, you know. They're actually, they're actually no, speaking on the Manchester City striker, he has twenty goals in all competitions. Boy. It is October. Yeah. Wait, what? 20- I'll <laughs> <laughs> repeat: twenty goals in all competitions mm-hmm. in October. That's not normal. And I'm, he I'm, has I'm fifteen Premier League eight. goals in October. Yeah. 15. Fifteen. The beginning of October. So I want to do a bit of a prediction, and I want all of you guys to have your say. What game do you think Harlem will get to 20 league goals? Or what month should we say? Yeah, this month. This month. Yeah. He, he has 15. In this month. Halloween weekend. Yeah, this month. In a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm saying what? Maybe Hattrick um, or at least two at Anfield. <laughs> then the Hattrick, the, the game after. Wait, triple captain Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> No. No, this is not funny it's actually unfair yeah, like, even Callum Wilson was talking about a silver boot I hear it I hear it I hear it it's not fair like, can imagine? no can we check that he's a human being like, Listen, I, I think um, the funniest one was someone in our comments shout out to you sorry I forgot your username he said pour a bit of water on him he might malfunction <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> I hear it can someone do it please no it's oh actually it's but wild. remember guys Harland is also very injury prone yeah yeah I was gonna say you that. say this but it's not listen he's not wish injury on injury any, anyone but it's not arriving he was carrying Dortmund on his back no wonder he picked up injuries like Pep can actually take him out the team if he wants to like yes okay at the moment he's scoring but you know if, if he wants to play Alvarez he can play Alvarez they're still gonna win the game <sighs> sorry you know, you know what's mad about Harland I saw a comment over the way someone said yeah Harland is what um Ibrahimovic thought he was. Thought he was. And you I've know never what? seen something so it's accurate true. before. So it's true. Yeah. And, the thi- and the difference is, yes, that Haaland is a lot more reserved, yeah. whereas Ibrahimovic yeah, yeah, yeah. was so up his ass. Yeah. What do you call himself? Call himself a lion? Yeah. 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 Jack Grealish, is he starting to find his feet in this Pep Guardiola system? People are questioning in the beginning, why did we get rid of Sterling? Why did we get rid of Jesus? Grealish wasn't up to the mark. Lauren, do you think he's arriving? I think, yeah, the last few games he's looked, like since the last time we discussed him on the pod, he's he's looking like a City player. I still think he's got a long way to justify mm. 100 million British pounds. But um, he's he's he doesn't look out of place. He hasn't looked out of place the last couple of games, and I think he links up quite well with with Harland as well. So mm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm Foden. So I'm looking, thinking, oh, gosh, if it's another player getting up to speed, man, we'll oh, just we're all playing for second. <laughs> yeah, I think he offers something a bit different as well to like a Sterling, where he's kind of playing as a. Like the way he can come central as well, mm. it's almost like another number ten. Yeah. And because Cancelo plays like a left winger, he doesn't need to play left back ever. Like, Cancelo just, forgets what position he, he actually is. is. He <laughs> Cancelo's like, I'm gonna he's score now. I appreciate that, by the way. I did captain Cancelo this week, so I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, to the bridge, hmm. Bree. New manager bounce, maybe. Graham Potter's boys, 3-0 against Wolves. Um, Diego Costa returning to the bridge. Chelsea fans are a bit unhappy about the Potter roulette, but it all seemed to have paid off. What do you think? Um, whether we we won, we lost, we drew, I'm Potter out. I never oh. wanted him in my club. 
just started Quidditch ball. What's going on? Quidditch ball. Just started. Quidditch. He won that. I, I, I can't lie. I think if Tuchel had put out that lineup that he did, oh, you're I don't, finished. I don't think, I don't think Chelsea would have won the game. Would have won the game. If Tuchel put that out. No, I, I think the reason I'm Potter out is because why have we brought in a manager that has no experience in managing a team as big as Chelsea? He doesn't even know what it's like to play. A European team. All he knows is like the low level stuff. Anyway, I think the three points that we got yesterday, it wasn't. I'm not giving that credit to Potter. It's the guys. Uh-huh. They the want... fan. He's beneath them. <laughs> <laughs> she said Potter's on placement. I don't get it. <laughs> no, I'm being so. Potter serious. placement is the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are laughing. I'm doing so serious right you know. now. <laughs> Is this because of your loyalty towards Thomas Tuchel, or do you just feel like you would have rubbed anyone but Graham Potter? It's my loyalty towards Thomas Tuchel because it was his sack doesn't make any sense. To this day, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and really think, wow, oh they're actually just randomly <laughs> sacked him. Yeah, we We sacked him. There's a lot of emotional things I haven't gotten over with, with Chelsea just yet. Like, like Tuchel should have never been sacked to begin with. We didn't even start the Tuchel out campaign. <laughs> and he just you know got what? sacked. That's actually true. It's true. No, it's true. no one was asking for it. Like, we just about signed Aubameyang. We just about signed the players that we needed. I think we should have actually given him until December. Have I healed yet? No, I haven't. So that is why I'm looking at Potter yet as our interim manager. Ooh, I'll be honest. Wow, okay, whilst yeah. we're searching for a proper one. Okay. No, honestly, <laughs> because one, yeah. what did he get given? the oh, last English years. manager we had, what did he do for us? Got you top four. And that was good. I'm, I'm you had a transfer back. And, and Tuchel came in halfway through the season, got us the Champions League. Oh, here we go. <laughs> With that same squad. Okay, Brie. Speaking of the Champions League, um, you did have an emphatic 3-0 win over AC Milan. Well done to the boys. Given AC Milan had some injuries. Um, <laughs> Do you know what cracked me up that, about that game? They came in the most coldest drip. Oh I need that, that jacket. No, that <laughs> I was searching everywhere. I was searching everywhere. It's kind of like off white, isn't it? Yeah. I need that. I actually need that. The photos were hard, though. They just stay on the pitch. No, the way they pulled off the plane. No, the way they pulled up to that pitch was like, okay, yeah, they're coming to do a madness. It was actually quite embarrassing, yeah, to pull up that way and when you, you think get about smacked it. up by a Chelsea team that hasn't been winning games. Have some class. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm happy. I feel like that bounce is very much needed and that's the bounce that we should have had from the first week when Potter came in. But the fact that usually when we get new managers, yeah, you know the manager's going to be good for a minute when we get that instant manager bounce, but we didn't get that with Potter, so that's why I have no faith in the guy. I actually saw is a tweet that his his record is exactly the same as Thomas Tuchel after the same number of games. Well, well, <laughs> just saying. It's like, the same. Well, it's the same. Laura, why do you have to do me like that? I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just bringing up the facts. Yeah, I'm saying there was something like progressing rather exactly. than just like a new manager bounce and then 
Well, Chelsea's group currently sits with Salzburg first in with five points, and then Chelsea and AC Milan tied on four points apiece. So, do we think the San Siro showdown will be the decider for us to make to it progress out. to to the round we of have sixteen? To, I can't lie. If we don't progress out of that group stage, Potter gets whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Sammy, you need to relax. First off, it's the winter. First of all, you're there singing and dancing. You've been in the Europa League for how many seasons? Have you even won it? That's why I'm one of the two back. Try to win it. Try to win the Europa League first and then sing and dance it, yeah? The difference with us is that every time we've actually ended up in there, we actually win it. But if we actually do, then I don't want to see Potter at my club. I don't even want to see him right now. It's literally the blind leading the blind. Like Todd Bowley, whatever he's doing. Now he's London Cowboys. And going to the other side of the river, Lauren, mm. Tottenham's group is very much tight. You currently sit second. One win, one draw, one defeat. How do you assess the halfway point under Conte in Europe? Um, I think we're in a right place. We're on four points. Top of the group is Lisbon. They're on six. Um, <clears throat> two out of the three games left are at home. We win the next two games. We'll get out of the group. Um, so yeah, obviously you would like to be Man City and sit there on nine points and feel comfortable knowing your qualifications drawn up next game. But yeah, I think we we you know it's two hard away games. I think we've got the hardest two away games done. Um, so I hope we just do the job the next two games and and get out of the group. I, I'm confident that we'll get out of the group. The, the team said you know when the draw came out, I was thinking, oh thank you. So I think it I think it will happen. Um, a more general question. Do mm. you guys think Tottenham's playing style is going to get them anywhere in Europe this season? Um, when you say anywhere, where? Europa <laughs> League? <laughs> Champions League <laughs> final? Out of their Champions League group. Yeah, why not? Like, they have, they have the squad. They have the manager. Like, why not? The manager where his record in Europe is round of 16, quarterfinal, round of 16, out, yeah, out, but, out. Yeah, but what is your expectation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winning the Champions, Champions League. It's not a failure if we don't win the Champions League. <laughs> but surely if you're in it, you, you've got to believe that you have a chance to win it, no? So yeah. I have a question for Arsenal fans. If you guys were in the Champions League this season, would you <laughs> say you can win it? Why not? Then oh, yeah. you have to be realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's realistic. Yeah, not for yeah. Spurs I mean, anyway. Please, I'm, yeah, okay. I'm, not, I'm not delusional. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they get to quarterfinal, semi-final, that's all right for Spurs. I don't think I don't. Well, I don't know what the general consensus is out there. But what's your expectation? Where do you want? Where do you feel Spurs should be going? I would say quarterfinal, probably at best, is my expectation. I don't like. We Until don't have PSG. the. Uh, yeah, we don't. Well, we don't have the 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 quality in in our squads to win the Champions League. Like we just don't. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you know, maybe we might go on a on a run. Like I just, yeah, as, as, I want us to get out of the group because we need the revenue to get out of the group. I don't want to go and <laughs> what, play is on the NFL Thursdays. Not paying enough. 
Well, no, it is. But at the same time, we our squad needs a lot of investment. So as much money as possible. So, Lauren, do you think if you don't make it out of this group, that's already a stumble? Yeah, for me, it's a failure if we don't get out of the group. I don't want to go to the Europa League. I'd rather finish fourth, personally, than go to the Europa League. Um, so, yeah, for me, if we don't... First or second is 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 the objective. Anything other than that is a failure. Okay, okay. And then focusing on Tottenham again, your striker, he's in scintillating form. No one can keep up with Haaland, so we can't put anyone to Haaland's standard. Winning the silver boots. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but for everyone else's standards... Can Harry Kane keep bailing Tottenham out? Marvel, what do you think? I like the way you phrased that one. Where you're like, yeah, that's a very, like, that's a very targeted awesome. question. Yeah. You say like, oh, like he's doing really well. So, do you think he can keep that? We say, bailing them out. I mean, he's done it plenty of seasons before, where he is their main man. Obviously, Son right now is um, not providing the help that he would we'd expect from him. He got the assist, but it was one of them assists where it's like, you know I mean? he just hit and hoped. Mm. Um, but Kane's a top class goal scorer. Like he's, I don't think he's given the respect that he deserves. So thank you. All right, Sammy. I know, I know. But um, <laughs> I think in terms of them, him bailing them out consistently, they, the rest of the team needs to step up. Like I thought that game against Brighton, it was like, it's, it's a Conte performance, basically. It was like, they got the job done, but that type of performance can't get you through every single game. Because as we've game. seen as well with Spurs away, they are not creating the chances. And Because so injured. Yeah. If you're if you're not doing that on a regular basis, then yeah, they're going to struggle. But it's Kane's Kane, man. He can get, he can get you a lot of goals. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not disappointed. Disappointed that my striker is scoring goals. Like I can't. Like he's doing his job. Like I honestly, that he's a world class striker. So I expect him to be in the positions in the box to get the goals. Yes, I would like to see Sonny scoring. Um, I don't think without Kulusevski, the way that we play in a in a three four three predominantly doesn't work. Um, and we're struggling, but. Last last season we lost three 0 to Brighton at the Amex. Brighton have hadn't lost a game at home this season. They're very good footballers. They went to Anfield and scored three goals to keep a clean sheet. Um, in the week that our fitness coach sadly passed away as well, they didn't even train on Thursday. You know, we had one day to prepare for the game. It was an emotional game. You had Conte crying at the at the side before the game started. I think to go and get a clean sheet to just get three points and come home and, you know, like today, Conte and the, and the playing stuff, that, that is funeral. I think there, you know, this is one of those games where, yes, people will look at it and think, oh, typical Spurs, but to actually go and put in that kind of pragmatic, hardworking performance, for me, that epitomised um, what Conte and, and what Gian Perro stood for. And I'm proud of the team for just going to get the job done um, yesterday. Yes, we'll, I want us to play better, but... You know what? I was I was nervous before, anyways, because it's Brighton. Mm. Brighton are a good side. So. Do you think tactical as well, though? Because he played like three five two rather than two in the middle. We had to, like, yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah, we started, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like and and for the I think for the first kind of half an hour, it was the probably the longest that I've seen us have control yeah. um, of the midfield. And I think until Kulusevski comes back, we have to play like that because Richarlison, Son, and Kane. 
there's not enough creativity like amongst those those that front three. So um and I was nervous when Brighton added an extra midfielder and then he decides to bring Richarlison on and go back to three four three. I was thinking, oh gosh, we're gonna concede. But we we hung on. We're resilient and Spurs have always played the Tottenham Hotspur way and, and we've always tried to play attacking football and it's got us nowhere. So to see a resilient side, a side that's hard to beat, I'm not gonna complain now. Like if the results dry up, then obviously you start questioning you know, is is this way sustainable? But there's only been once in the Premier League we've had more points than we've had at this stage. Like we're notoriously slow starters, so I, I can't I can't complain. Do you think that the new boy in Basuma is struggling to adapt to life at Tottenham? Yeah, I think so. I think he's struggling. Um, you know, the thing about Conte and Conte's been your manager as well. He's not going to play, and, and unless he thinks that player is tactically perfect, he doesn't want to play them. Um, so why did he go get him? I don't know. Bikawal. He's Basuma's a very good midfielder, and he mm. was and he was cheap. I have no doubt he'll come good. But Conte has to feel that you can not make any mistakes before he'll put you into the team. Um, but I I do think he, he you know he added something. He had control. His his anticipation is 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 really good. Um. I hope that we'll we'll see him more. I think we're going to need him, um, especially until Kuliseski comes back. Um, but Conte's stubborn, and like I accept it. I'm not saying that I, I'm happy, but he's stubborn. That's 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 how he manages. But um, this I support a club that has won one trophy in my lifetime, and we have a manager <laughs> who has won everywhere he's gone. So you know what? I'm not going to sit here and complain at, at this moment in time. Okay, and then Mother, do you think that <coughs> Richarlison, your old Evertonian, is settling well? Is he struggling? Is he not being utilised properly? I mean, if you want to give him back, like, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, he had a few games where he did really well for Spurs and it was looking like he was just going to cement his place. But I think it's a, it's a bit of a difficult system for him because it's a team that's relying... And he can do a lot himself, but he's not really getting the service from midfield when they're getting overrun in midfield. So in like the Arsenal game where it's just relying on them getting it perfect in the counter-attack, in the like four counter-attacks they get and you have to get it perfect. Mm. And even with that, one, he misplayed um, a pass and then the other one, it was like Son misplayed a pass to him, which I think if he'd got that, I reckon he would have scored. But he's got so much talent. Like, I love him. I still love him. (laughs) I think if he... If Spurs go on a run and if they start clicking a bit better in attack, then I think Richarlison will do really well. And he just fights so hard. So Yeah, I I respect him. I feel really sorry for him having to play on the right-hand side with Emerson behind him. Because Emerson can't pass, he can't cross, and he can't shoot. So I feel really... Obviously, I watch all the Spurs' games. We're always on the right-hand side of the pitch. Mm. And Richarlison's like, pass me the ball. And Emerson can't make that pass. (laughs) And he's like, oh, I'm going to run in behind. Emerson can't play that pass. And our midfield is overrun. So it's very difficult for them to get their head up and, and play the ball in behind. I'd be interested to see as well, because um, why I thought Richarlison was a smart signing for you is that he can play as a number nine and yeah. on the wings. On so the wings, that when yeah. Kane gets injured, you've always had that problem of who's going to sit as a backup striker knowing they'll never play unless Kane gets injured. But I'd be interested to see him through the middle because he can do a very good job yeah, through I, the middle. I, I think it has to come because Kane's hamstrings are going to snap. He can't Listen, play. He can't, he cannot, he can't play every single one of our games. Injury of his is coming. Yeah, like it, and, and that's what worries me because 
Kane hasn't been rotated yet, and he's yeah. going to he's going to have to be. But but that's exactly why we bought him, and I I I have full faith in him. I just I think the system doesn't suit um, doesn't play to his strengths. But also I think I also wouldn't want to play with Emerson playing behind me. So you know we are where we are at this point. <laughs> Speaking of injuries, mm. for all of our clubs, it is a nine, oh, apart from Marvel, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> for all of the clubs in Europe. I was so <laughs> oh, We could have just, you know, skipped over it. Marvel would have actually gotten the point. <laughs> My apologies, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies, Martha. The fixture conge- congestion. Managers have come under scrutiny, some for not rotating, um, in Chelsea's case, for rotating a bit too much. Do we feel like we need to see more of that so that the star players aren't injured by November, given that I think all of our teams, United, Arsenal, Chelsea and Spurs, are going to average eight to ten games for the rest of the month? Maya. Um, So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Yeah, I think rotation is so key. Like, this season's going to be a madness. We're going to see... Well, I guess there's some players you know where they're going to be injured. Some will be unexpected. So I think rotation is so key. But then where this season as well, talking specifically about the league, like where is one of those seasons where it's like, it's a little bit unpredictable as well. Like anyone can kind of get a sort of thing. I feel like that's the way it started. Um, There's some teams that are doing really well now, like Newcastle, Brighton. Um, So it's not just the top six kind of thing. Um, Yeah, I feel like rotation is so key. But at the same time, it's like at what cost for some teams because... I mean, not everyone. Which teams got... in particular? Mm. I'll start with mine. Yeah, United, <laughs> first of all. I don't think our depth is very good. Well, I mean, of course we've got depth, but it's like the quality of it. Like, not mm. everyone is like City. Do you know what I mean? Like, see, Pep can make how many changes and his team the quality can still... doesn't drop. Exactly, and his team can still win any game yeah. pretty much comfortably, whereas some of us is a bit... Mm. Um, I think that like, even with Arsenal as well, they're doing really well. 
um, and they're a very, very good team. Like they're really good, but at the same time, they don't have that depth, and I feel like that might affect them. Might. It, it probably it, will affect them I, coming up. Maybe, I don't know. It depends on who gets injured, do you know what I mean? I'm, like, I'm not saying this to be like a dig, yeah. but I think there's a difference between the clubs that are playing in the Champions League and the ones who are in Europa and yeah, Europa gonna, Conference because I think the that. Champions League... Well, actually, Chelsea are rotating their team, but Conte can't afford to rotate his first side, otherwise we'll, we will finish we'll lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my yeah, point. Like, some yeah, teams like, so can't afford to, some not, teams can't, so... We're at the stage of the season where, because you're in the first three games, you're trying to play your strongest mm. team in Europe because you need to do that yeah. to get out of your group. That's the risk you have to take yeah. because yeah. what can you do? You want to be able to succeed in your league and succeed in Europe. Like, yeah. what else am I supposed to do? Mm. But rotation is very key, but you have to pinpoint it at a specific game. Like, yeah. what game do I think yeah, the B exactly. team can work together to get a win out of this? Yeah. There's going to be teams where you think that, okay, I can rotate today. But obviously, it just depends on, as you said, you want to win every single game. I want to put my strongest side out. But managers know the type of football that the opposition plays, who's best for that team. Yeah. Um, I think on the point of the importance of rotation, I can definitely echo with what all of you guys have been saying. And I do think like in Chelsea's case, I think that rotation is definitely important because again, that also enables the players to warm up and get more experience as well. So when an instance where a key player is injured, it's not a case where we're bringing on someone that hasn't played in two, three mm -hmm. weeks. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I think at this stage of the season, it's so important that rotation is actually happening. Mm -hmm. And that also means that different players will actually adapt to playing in a different squad at different times because I feel like at the same time, if you stick to the same squad yeah. up until a point where it's just, okay, we're playing a lower team today, we can rotate, that's when it can actually bite you on the ass. So right now, it's very, very pivotal that rotation is in place, especially with the fixture congestion and the World Cup coming up in like less, you know, just in over a month's time. Now, with regards to Arsenal, for example, <laughs> you guys are laughing at me. But with regards to Arsenal, now you guys don't really have that privilege and that's what I think is really going to affect you. And that's why I also think that being tied to contenders is... It's not so far-fetched. It's not, it's, it's not far-fetched. But once the injuries start to kick in, which is inevitable, we'll then see how you guys are actually able to But then up. it's like what Lauren was saying in that, when it, at what point are Arsenal going to get really tested in the Europa League to the point where they can't be starting like Nketiah and like mm. that yeah. team because the thing is though, in it Europe, might be a little while. Arteta is still bringing on Jesus and Saka. <laughs> For what? But I don't think they've started like, I think yeah, Saka, Saliba, Party. And Jesus have all been rested, come on for 20 or 30 minutes, but they yeah. haven't. Yeah. Yeah. But they still don't need, but they still don't need to be able, they still don't need to do that 20, 30 minutes. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. I, as I said, even the last time I was on the pod, your players need to recover properly. Otherwise your muscles are finished. If you don't mm -hmm. recover properly, you're going to go onto the pitch thinking, mm, my legs are not feeling right. Mm -hmm. There you go. Your hamstring is gone. Quad gone. You're out for four to six weeks. Whose fault is that? Because you came on for 20 minutes unnecessarily. I feel like Saka definitely needs to be he needs to now. He needs to sit down at home like, for like four weeks. I, I feel like the problem, well, it's not even a problem, but I hope it doesn't become a problem later in the season where Teta gets carried away, constantly starting Hazels, constantly starting this Saka. Is you will want to. If you're competing on multiple fronts, that is what he's going to do if he wants to win those trophies. Yeah, but again, if you want, what trophies are we talking about? Because now we're talking about... <laughs> no, if you're, if you're going on, a, you're knee deep in the run for the Europa League, 
And I can imagine, I'm not saying title race, but you're, we're still all going to be comp- probably competing for second place yeah. if, if City haven't run away with it by then. He's going to have to play them. Yeah. I've, also, for Europa League, yeah, I mean, look at the standard of clubs that are there. I'm sure he can start. Yeah, but the, the Champions League one, some of them will drop down. It's, gonna, it's a tournament. Well, those from the somewhere. Champions League, they get dropped down to Europa League for a reason, so... I'm sorry. If I see Arsenal versus Barcelona, I'm scared. Another problem is the Europa League is so long. So I even told myself I'm not watching the it's first long. few months. Yeah. If we're still in it, I'll be like, maybe I'll, I'll tune in in December. Start tuning kind of thing. in because it's so 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 long. So yeah. even Sammy, as you were saying, oh, um, they'll come in for like, let's say, Jesus Saka will come in for like 20, 30 yeah. minutes. That will add up kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Because exactly. they're resting, but they're not fully resting. So I think with the Europa League, like he might have to. Make some sacrifices-ish, mm. but yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> have to strap up, guys. Okay. Mario and Marva, earlier today, you gave us a live watch-along TikTok. By the way, that third goal was disallowed, so it was 2-1 in the end. Oh! That's why I keep checking my fingers. What if it goes 2-2? No way! That's underwhelming. Sorry. Sorry. Man United and Ten Hag finally finding their feet in the league. Mariam, do you want to talk us through the game today and how you think it went for your side? Um, I mean, we've got three points and we needed the three points probably more than Everton, so I'll take that. The basis can't be of a, we don't need those three points because we're not fighting relegation yet. Did you not see my stress last season? Yeah, so I'll take the three points. Um, I think we need to cut out this thing of conceding first and then we equalise. I mean, it's a good thing that we can respond. Like, I like that Ten Hag has this thing now where when even when we concede everyone, they, has to, they have to stick to his principles and eventually we will equalise kind of thing. Come back, but you FC. Can't, um, back you, can't, you can't do that every game, um, especially when it gets to a certain point in the season or we were playing certain opponents. Um, yeah, you can't keep doing that. But at the same time, as I said, I mean, it's a good thing that they're able to come back. Um, I think we dominated quite a bit um, in the first half. Um, I think even at points in the second half, but at the same time, dominating and possessing without doing anything with the ball, I mean, what's the point? Um, and I feel like Everton are always still in the game, really. Um, and that, of course, that creates a bit of tension because you don't ever you don't ever really feel comfortable. But at the same time, I feel like we had the we had the quality on the pitch. Um, I mean, to get the winner kind of thing. I and mean, we won in the end, but... Um, I'd say that midfield is a bit here and there, like even with Casemiro starting. I don't know what it is. I don't really know what it is, but something ain't ticking, man. Um, and then I think Martial going off as well was a bit, that kind of threw me off. I'm not gonna lie, that threw me off completely. He's got a really good record against Everton, so I was expecting more. Quite an assist though. Um, and then yeah, off. I mean, I don't mind that as a, I won, innit? Even if we lost the game, I won because he got there was some goal involvement, but um, sorry, shameless. Um, but yeah, I guess on to the next game. We have Newcastle next. Um, well, it's not going to so be. James's I don't even know, you know. But it's going to. I know check. it's going to be hard. Wow. It's going to be hard. Yeah, yeah, um, but I say anyway. Importantly, after the heavy, after the heavy. Well, of course we um, um, midweek we got a win. But after the heavy defeat in the league last week, I think it was very important to get those three points because it would have been if we didn't get it now, then it'd be hard to get it. Because like, at what point do you get it? Newcastle was a very hard fixture as well. Well, I think this season looks like it's going to be a hard one, and I don't think it's been easy for us for a while. So, um, yeah, I think it was important to get the three points today. Um, 
I'm not really sure about how, like, our, I don't know how comfy we are playing and stuff like that. Um, especially with, I mean, Ronaldo got his goal. I'm happy for him, but I'm really not sure about him. I mean, the amount of misses midweek was really concerning. Um, I mean, he's supposed to be the person that's supposed to help bail us out. And I mean, if he has to get like 500 chances to do that, then boy, it's not going to be easy. Do you think he needs but, match fitness though? Potentially, too. that's true because he's not really starting, is he? But um, yeah, I can only hope it's just, you know, onwards from here. We continue winning. We can put the City game to bed. We can forget about that. Um, <laughs> no, that's, no, still, no, that's still relevant. Okay, you can. That's still relevant. We can put that to bed. But yeah, we just need to um, just keep, yeah, just keep up the wins. And I just hope that, um, yeah, we keep that consistency um, until we hit a bump again, I guess. But yeah. Bree, do you think it's time United fans pull the plug on Tony Martial? Um, that's a good question. No, because I actually just came across a tweet where someone said yeah, that he's only—is it two? Was it Anthony? Someone said that he's only two goals away from Sancho's total numbers that he scored. <laughs> oh Yeah, that's right, Shana. You laugh. <laughs> oh, Mino, um, where are you? <laughs> um, no, you know, actually, how long has he been at the club for now? Who? Sancho. Isn't this his second? No, not Sancho. Over, over five years. Oh, yeah, I, 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 wait, five years, and he's still. And he, what's, what's the most he scored since he's? He had a twenty-four goal season. Was that yeah. his first that, season? No, that was the the season under Oli where him and Rashford were on fire. It was nineteen twenty. Nineteen twenty. Him and Rashford. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think after this season, yeah, if things are still up now, they should just pull the plug, man. He, I, enough I, is I enough. I don't think you can have an injury-prone player as your starting striker. Yeah, I think I'm not. I, I don't think he should be sold because I think he offers a lot. But, can be like a super sub. Yeah, like the fact that. The man's injured in the warm-up. We could all see him hobbling around <laughs> or, 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 and, and, and he's still starting the game and then he's just moving around for the first 20 minutes. And I, I don't think, as, as as Manchester United, a club that's supposed to be um, a big club competing for big things, to think, do you know what? We're going to have to play him. It's that you've just, I think you need somebody who is is reliable. I think, mm. I think the club it. blundered though because Ronaldo wanted to move. He didn't get his move and they didn't think, ah, oh, let's you know, let's opt for a striker. Because mm. I can't lie, when Martial was on loan, I wasn't sure he was going to come back. I wasn't sure, like, I wasn't I mean, sure that they'd keep him. Great. Did he, he also not back. get injured in, like, the first three games at Sevilla? Yeah, he got injured on loan as well. Yeah, yeah. That, so, I don't, know I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know where, I don't, I don't know. Has well, he been injury prone? I don't think he was injury. in the beginning. Didn't him and Rashford play through injury. No, but they Ole. did. They did under Oli. They did. Because he did actually, he had an interview where he was talking about stuff like mm. that and playing through injury for Oli and stuff like that. So I don't think that's helped. And even when Collie, um, I said Collie, when Oli came in, he was he was still quite young. Because um, I think now is he like 26? Mm. Yeah, he's But 26. yeah, so he was still quite young when Oli came in. And I think playing through injury then is not, it's not helpful at all. Like, do you know what I mean? Especially a player that's trying to, you know, they're trying to reach their peak. So I don't think, I think that's affected him. It's affected Rashford too. But I guess it's true. Like, it pains me to say, but we actually can't rely on him. He's not reliable right now because of his injury. But I was thinking he was going to be such a key player for us this season. But how can you be key if you're not present? So I don't know about that. But if well, he has to be key to be... in the first place. Excuse me? Uh, What's oh. that supposed to mean? <laughs> Put, you're, going, we, you're going through a rebuild. That's what I'm saying. You're going through a rebuild. Yeah. Martial should not be the first person you go, yeah, starting striker. Mm. She loves Martial. <laughs> Martial, see. Um, 
my but Ronaldo's supposed to be our striker. I prefer Mashachi on the wing. Ronaldo's a lie. grandpa. He shouldn't be on the striker. <laughs> but I mean, what can we do? <laughs> who, who else do we have? How do have an appendix? You want to put this is the problem. problem. This is the problem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We shouldn't have. We shouldn't be having these conversations. That's what I'm saying. Martial shouldn't have been someone you think about in your squad like rebuild. No, but he's. I'm not gonna lie. Like this is not me. Take away all bias and because I love him, let me be objective. He's actually a good player. Like he's actually a good player. Like I can't lie. He is the glue. He's one of the few players that can retain the ball. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not stressed, but I'm saying no because a lot of people might hate. But if you want to talk about, I mean, like, if Sancho was good, you would have two options at striker in Martial and Rashford. Oh, but speaking on that, a mother nice. for 52 million exactly. pounds. Thank you. What's your weigh in on Anthony Martial's time at Manchester United? I feel like it's quite harsh to bring up his like price tag when it's been so long. Oh, and the Ballon d'Or clause. Let's not forget that one either. And the Ballon d'Or. The Ballon d'Or. <laughs> <laughs> He's on. I think it's unlucky. Like, I mean, to be honest, what? How many players have really progressed and flourished at Man United in the last few years? Like, it's it's they've gone through a chaotic time. <laughs> with different managers, exactly. not very good managers in a lot of sense. And he was, I mean, yeah, he just, he hasn't really been given the tools to flourish. Now he's injury prone. Um, I don't know. I think it's just, yeah, he should he should be a good backup striker. That's it. Yeah, the, the, the main tool that he needs is his body. And it was a hold up. But there was a point where he had his body and then he didn't have the other tools. Like, let me say, the player <laughs> or, or, the, or the manager. Do you see what? No, wait, guys, can we be honest? Like, do you not think he's a little bit cursed? Maybe actually, maybe we should pull the plug and he should go somewhere else because it's been seven well, years he, now. He tried, he? No, but yeah. he tried. Yeah, it's been seven years now. And I really thought he'd be a really, at the mm. beginning when I, let me say, when he came, when did he come? 2015. Mm. That was kind of at the beginning of our rebuild. Um, and yeah, I really thought it'd be something. I, was, I didn't think it would be as chaotic as it has been now. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like he didn't have the right managers. There were so many things that went on. So I feel like there's a lot of context around it. Of course, he can do better. He could be better in the times where he was informed. But as for now, maybe you're right, Sha. Maybe we do have to pull the plug and we just can't rely on him. It's sad because he's a good player. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> Speaking of players, um, Marva, a player that Lampard has given confidence, he looks a new person mm. in that midfield role. Alex Awobi. Banger today as well. That was a great goal. That was Mm, was great finish. Yeah, no, he's honestly been like our best player in every single game. Like today we played poorly, to be honest. It was like one of the worst games I've seen this whole season. But in every single game, Awobi has been our best player, which is crazy when you look at sort of what fans were thinking of him (laughs) maybe like a year and a half ago. Um, He started to kick on, yeah, about a year and a half ago where he was... But he was having to play in so many different positions. But fans appreciated like his work rate. He was just doing really well at just trying. Whereas now, I think we found the perfect, well, good system for him as well. Where he's given, now that we've got Anana and Gwei behind him, it gives him the freedom to go off and be creative, which is what he's wanted for a long time. Whereas when we tried to play 4-4-3, sorry, 4-3-3 before, um, <coughs> it was a case of behind him was like, Alan, who can't really run, and um, Decore, who's a bit more attacking, so he didn't have that base behind him to do the legwork. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm glad that he's flourishing, but today was bad. <laughs> At least he left with something in a goal. Um, guys, do you feel like Frank Lampard was given the right amount of time to turn things around at Everton, or do you still feel like he's not the right man for the job and start blowing? Um, I 
think he needs more time. I I think it's really hard now because I think managers come in and we expect a lot within 12 months, which in reality, that's two transfer windows. Like the fact that um, Seamus Coleman is still playing, still, you <laughs> know. Too Patterson got injured. But, yeah. but then I think, how can you expect a champion, like a man to to improve a squad when you have championship level defenders in, in your starting team, regardless, obviously, mm. Patterson's injured. I think he needs more time. I think Everton have improved. Um, like it, it would, you know, it's gone from desperate times last season. And I think Everton would be comfortable, but I think, uh, I think he, he needs probably more time. Um, I think Everton's a good level for Lampard's, you know, management ability. I don't think he's, there's many better jobs that he could probably have. Uh, personally, I, I don't think I would sack him. Yeah, I think there are other managers who are on borrowed time more so than Lampard. Who? Gerard. Um, Gerard. Uh, Rogers is still there. You see, that's um, what I'm sorry to cut there, Laura. That's what really gets to me. How is Brendan Rogers still there? But they Tuchel can't got no, but no, nah, but Tuchel got sat. Like, it doesn't make night time. I'm awake. <laughs> You know what? I'm no, no, it's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you, Edmund. Um Yeah, what was it? Leicester lost to Bournemouth. <laughs> they did. Yeah, I mean, and, and the man's, he's going to be turning up to work tomorrow morning still, so. To the um, WhatsApp, okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tuka will find work soon, don't worry. <laughs> She'll support that team now. <laughs> Um, Brie, how do you feel about Frank Lampard at Everton? Chelsea experience aside. I think Everton is his level. Um, and let's be honest, like Everton were on the brink of relegation last season. I think he did quite a good job reviving the team and keeping them within the Premier League. And even like just seeing what he's doing with the squad currently, it actually goes on to show that he should have never actually come to Chelsea to begin with. <laughs> Um, no, because really and truly, he should have worked his way up from Derby to Everton and then maybe to like, you know, a mid table team. Are we like... mid table <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Oh, oh, wait, there's another stepping stone between <laughs> Everton and Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> First, you got cut out of the oh. European discussions, and now you're the stepping stone to mid table. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mama. sorry, Mama. I'm sorry. I didn't came early. I did a TikTok live. Like... I'm so I'm sorry. Just catching... it's it's just so no, but what I'm trying to say is, yeah, you know, going from um, managing a championship team, then you know, managing a team that was about to get relegated to go to championship, mm-hmm. then then his next step is then would be a stable mid-table team. Then to, that's like 10, 15 years, by the way, before then doing big clubs. Yeah, he's so 10, 15 years at Everton. Yeah, he, 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 he ruined it for himself at Chelsea because yeah. I can't go back. 10. Okay, I'll say 10. Huh. 10 years at a mid table team. Oh, no, not no, 10 years with one team, like just yeah. the whole journey. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, like okay. his whole managerial journey should have been 10 years at least before managing a team like Chelsea. Chelsea. And that is why, again, I'm against having Potter at my club. <laughs> like, so, Brie, if. Graham Potter does bring Chelsea silverware. Mm-hmm. Let's say maybe not the Champions League, but you win the double in the domestic cups. But uh, that's not a double. <laughs> so, oh, so isn't there? Just small cups. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that says it's a double have some shame. So, <laughs> would would you be willing to give him the platform to grow from that point cups. on? Given that 
Um, you know what? Change. If he actually gets us to win the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup, yeah, I'll be happy because then we finally break our Wembley curse. That's a start, but that doesn't mean that I'll be fully convinced about him. So that's, that's, that's massive for Potter, do? though. No, what, that's what? massive for him. But <laughs> as a club, that's not massive for us. Okay, what does he have to do? What, what does he have to do? He has to, to win us the Premier League and the Champions League. But that's what, not going to time frame. What time yeah. frame? Yeah. Um, By the end of the season? <laughs> <laughs> By her standards, yes. <laughs> I'm going to go easy. By the end of next season. So by the end of next season, Chelsea have to be title challengers. Yeah. And with, if, with Manchester no, City and Guardiola and... No, not and both, Harland. but... Okay. We, and Haaland's still in the league. That's the problem. There's a possibility. Anything can happen. <laughs> but then, Brie, another question for you would be, if Tuchel was still your manager, yeah. would you expect Chelsea to be in the title challenge this season or would that 2024 deadline, 2023 deadline still with be the same? With the way we started, I'd say no. But um, if Tuchel was still here, I'd definitely say we have to be title contenders next season, 100,000%. Like, the thing is, yeah, we're almost there to be title contenders. Yes, City have Haaland and stuff, but let's be honest, Pep is not going anywhere. And he's actually the glue that's keeping everything together with the amazing team that he has as well. And we can do the same thing. If we have the right budget, we'll bring in the right players. So no, so us being mil wasn't the right budget. Look at the players that we brought in. <laughs> us <laughs> being um, <laughs> Lauren. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no, no. no. The, point, the, point I'm the point I'm trying to make is that we're not so far off being title contenders next season. I don't think we are. Haven't you? Didn't you buy a midfield that hasn't started yet? Oh, Zakaria. Yeah, we we'll, we'll rest. We're we'll resting him. Resting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they do have two. They also did buy Choco Mecca and he hasn't featured yet for Chelsea. Because part of... Anyway. <laughs> we won 3-0, no? Yeah, we won 3-0, but like I That's said... I asked a question. Like, what, what actually... I don't, I, so do you know what it is, bro? Premier League next season. I think your loyalty to Tuchel is maybe blinding you a bit. Just a little bit. Because I feel like you can cut Potter some slack. Like, do you know what I mean? So what slack should I cut him? In that, I don't know. He's just you, started. You, you might have to, yeah, he's just come in. Give him the season. I mean, Conte came in and we won the Premier League with no Lord. European football. Just yeah, and we finished tenth. This we finished tenth the season before that. So it was the same squad, by the way. So <laughs> well, okay, guys, and a team was sort of going under the radar a bit. Eddie Howe, Newcastle. Mm. Are they in contention for a European place? So anywhere from eighth all the way up into the top four? Or do we think they're going to fall off later um, on down no, the line? I think they're going to fall off. <gasps> they're going to fall off? Yeah, like maybe finish in the middle of the table. So Europa League, so Conference League? Yeah. <laughs> Scatter. Like, like somewhere, so I think they'll finish somewhere between 10th and 7th. I feel like a true Chelsea fan. And 7th is Europa to tenth. League yeah. Conference, isn't it? 7th is Conference I, League. Well, to be honest, yeah. I don't even remember what, no, not, <clears throat> between... Maybe 8th, 5th, 1st, yeah. in the Cups. Then 8th will get you there. To be honest, I haven't been watching Newcastle like that, so don't... They're a good side. So do you guys actually <laughs> honestly think there are eight better teams in the Premier League than no, Newcastle I, I, United? I, I, I think Newcastle will replace Everton. I'm um, not Everton, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I deeply apologise because we were just talking about that. I was looking at you. Um, I think Newcastle will replace West Ham as the... Um, the outside the typical big six who are qualifying for, for Europe. I think 
Newcastle will get the the Conference League. The Leicester badge. Yeah, yeah. I I think they'll. I, I'm I'm worried about them because I do think they're going to keep getting better and they're going to keep investing. Mm, mm. And even players like Bruno, who look really good, will continue to adapt to the league. Like I'm I'm worried about next season. Um, but yeah, I, I think they'll do eighth. You know, you know what? I totally hear it. They're they're currently sixth, actually. That's not bad. I I actually agree that they're taking West Ham's place in that top ten. Two minutes ago, she was saying. (laughs) No, but I said tenth ish, eighth ish, seventh ish. (laughs) Listen, that was in the past. We're talking about. Um, but no, I, I have to be honest. I put my hands. I haven't been really watching them like that. I just hear Newcastle. I'm just like, huh? They play. They the, the they press they really press high. high. They yeah, press that, high. Like I do think they're a good team, but Brentford gave them four out of their five goals <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, Ethan Pinnock they had a gave shocker. them like oh my terrible terrible goals. Mm. Other than they, the Bruno, uh, even the Bruno one, which was a really good finish. The second one, mm. it was just from. from but I think ball. when you when you when the opposition makes that many mistakes, I think that's they're influenced by how they were being pressed because they were yeah. panicking and trying mm. to get rid of the ball. I think mm. one, you know, the odd mistake you think fine, but exactly like passed it to them twice. <laughs> like I think, but I think that those mistakes were only caused by the fact that Newcastle was so aggressive in their press mm. that it you. They were panicking because Brentford are t- like they're a good footballing side. They they play out from the back very and well. And being able to capitalize on mistakes and actually finishing them, like finishing mm. what you are achieving, that's already something to be happy about. Because a lot of times teams will be like, oh, "Okay, cool, we've got the ball now. Oh, they've got it back. We've got the ball now. Oh, we've got it back." It could just go up and down, up and down, with no end product. Or at least mm. Newcastle actually got the end product. And they have St James's Park as well. Such a tough mm. ground. To go to when the crowd's up and the crowd's happy. Yeah, I know the feeling. I was like, away the lads. That stadium was rocking, boy. I just remembered. Sammy. Staying on the Newcastle topic, though, Mariam, you do host them next weekend in the league. You know, you said that my heart sung. Do you think Newcastle go into the game at Old Trafford as the favourites? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I might sound shameless and this is me being I'm being honest, yeah, they should. They should. You know, like they've over the couple of seasons. I feel like Old Trafford though. You're at home. And even then, like, I won't be surprised if we go one nil down. Yeah, we might come back, but I'm saying I don't know, I just Lack of trust. This is what you know. Done. If they if they beat you, they actually got above you. You know. Yeah, because they're just behind us, isn't it? Yeah, by yeah, one exactly. point. Um, so I think even that that's a good that's a good boost going going into the game, even if they are away from home. But they're a point behind us. And over the couple of seasons, the past couple of seasons, they've given us a tough time here and there. So I mean, I'd expect us to win, but they are in good form. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we've lost the teams that are. Anyway, yeah, I think I think Brentford. I think they should be <laughs> they should be favourites. I think they should I think they should be favourites. Um, Eddie Eddie Howe deserves his flowers, you know, because I thought he'd be a stopgap until they would like bring in you know like a big name manager. But he's done really really he's done well, well. He's done with so that well. squad to integrate so many and the players that he's players. brought in. Oh, something hurts inside of me every time I see Bruno score. Yeah, 
But the thing is, player for player, Man United are still better. So oh, no, we are better. We are better. Are they? Yeah. Oh. The Bruno G versus the Bruno Fernandez showdown. Yeah, I was going to say. Murphy, they've still got playing. I rate these players. Like Burns, a good defender, but come on, he's not. <laughs> he's not really the Trippy is there again. Burn, I think we just have to look at our, yeah, look our midfield. I think um, we've been losing the midfield battle quite a lot in a few games, or we've been struggling. So, so up against think... Joe Linton and Willock. But the thing is, they work hard, and just like <laughs> Brentford against United, when you come up against a midfield that will work harder than yours, well, there we go. Maybe, I that, like, but I still I think agree, United will win. Yeah, I agree. Newcastle like. It's not even to put them down, but in terms of going into it as favourites. Yeah, no, no, we're they're not favourites. Come on, come on. It, it's, it, it just makes me feel better saying they're favourites. Of, <laughs> oh, okay. of course I know that they're not <laughs> actually the favourites. Yeah, okay. but for me in my head, it makes me feel better saying they're favourites. But um, yeah, but and even with United, we don't even have to like, the opposition in terms of the midfield I'm talking about, they don't actually have to be better than us to actually beat us in that whole midfield back thing. They don't need to be better than us. Let's be honest, they don't need to be. Um, so yeah, we'll see oh, how it goes. If he gets crushed. <laughs> Bree, the second best striker you've had in recent seasons did make a return to the bridge. Um, Diego Costa, he didn't cause Chelsea too much problems. Because but... he still loves us. <laughs> Do you feel like he could have solved your problems in the recent striker woes you've had? What, as in how recent? So between when he fallen out Conte and left to current date. Oh, by the way, I still haven't forgiven Conte for that. No, I, I actually, I, no. I think he was let go probably a couple of seasons too soon, in my opinion. Um, that fallout, because let's be honest, since... Costa's left, we haven't replaced him properly. We tried to replace him with Lukaku and look at what he did last season. Um, yeah. I feel like if we had kept him maybe for another two seasons, maybe we'd we would have maybe won the Premier League again or something. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I still feel like the Chelsea fans still love and appreciate yeah, like, Diego yeah, he Costa. Got that, did he? You know, he, he got, got booed. Booed out the club. Yeah, uh, booted he... out the club even. You know, he got booed when he came on um, last week against West Ham. I was so confused by that. West Ham, West Chelsea need to find a rivalry. Every time West Ham biggest game of the season, at, um, Chelsea and Spurs. He, he also was like the pantomime villain when he played. In the Premier League before, but oh, I do you remember box office, Chelsea. absolute yeah. box office. Um, <clears throat> Costa and the other Gabriel. Oh, Paulista. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good times, good times. Oh, that. I think we lost game six, and it was something. Yeah, Costa something was something um, silly like Battle that. of the Bridge, man, and then Bella gouges eye out. Cool. Mm. I think that's literally game, one of the most iconic games in Premier League history. And the fact that Hazard was having a shocker of a season. <laughs> and he's the reason why Tottenham fans can't tell us that do they you know, won a league title. Do you know title. Are, that you'll be watching something and then it just pans to the Hazard <laughs> Yeah. No, I was watching yeah. that clip the other day, you know, when we gave Leicester the title. Mm. That game. Mm-hmm. Chef's yeah. kiss. <laughs> yeah. okay and then there's just another couple of things that I want to touch on it's only right that we preview what is the biggest game in the Premier League the Haaland versus Nunes showdown if it is to be a showdown <laughs> I want to get everyone's predictions of how they think that game's going to go at Anfield starting with Mother 
I'm gonna go. I think two one City. I think Liverpool will give just two one. Just two one. Yeah. I think Liverpool will give them good. Like if they don't turn up for this, when are they turning up? I don't think it's a case of turning up or not. I just don't think it's possible <laughs> <laughs> for them to keep the ball out there. Yeah. <laughs> Mariam, how do you see it going? The two teams that Man United hate the most, what do you think? Um, I think 3-1 City. Yeah, I think 3-1 City. These are very low score lines, guys. Yeah. Right? No, the thing is, I think it could be more, but at the same time, like... When they were both, because of course Liverpool are not really in that tackle contender position, do you know what I mean? But when they both were and it was that, oh, tackle contender, the same anymore. Much. Yeah, that's what mm. I'm saying. It was a bit different, like, mm. do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I just feel like Liverpool would be more up for it. I don't know if now, maybe, I don't know. I still feel City are 100% going to win for sure. But I don't know, they might actually, I don't know. I think they might turn up simply because that's who they've been competing with for the league for the past couple of seasons. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to go with like probably 4-1 or 5-0 and that is inclusive of possibly a Haaland brace or Haaland hat-trick. 5-0 is... No, because I think let's Liverpool... They're in tatters right now. I think it's just going to get worse. <laughs> they're in tatters. No. And, oh yeah, if Trent, if Trent is, is continues doing... I don't know well if he's injured or not but if he shows up like how he showed up today... It doesn't it's... matter because Gomes is taking over and he's not doing anything. <laughs> No, literally, I think it's that and boy, that game is very important for Liverpool because they're so far behind Manchester City already. And if they lose that, it's further creating the gap. But um, yeah, I'm going to go with those score lines I've mentioned. A 13 point gap already in the <laughs> month of October <laughs> with a striker them. that I need to remind everyone is not going to the World yeah. Cup. Oh, is he not? He's gonna, no, they he's didn't gonna make it. He's going to go and he's going to go hibernate with Pep Guardiola whilst they watch the World Cup together. <laughs> he's going to be in a lab yeah. rebooting. What? Um, he's going to do a madness in the software yeah. update. Exactly. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I need he's, to see. When have Chelsea got City, please? <laughs> <laughs> What's your prediction for the Liverpool City? I'm going to say 5 2. That's my prediction as well. Yeah, 5 2. I feel like Liverpool, they'll have the opportunity. They'll have obviously chances to go in the game and give City, you know, moments of whatever. But yeah, 5 2. Games for Chelsea. So we, you see what we said. <laughs> we have Holland on the second of Jan. <laughs> After he's rebuted. <laughs> iOS seventeen. <laughs> Sorry. And going around once again. This time starting with Lauren. Could you please give me who you think deserves Player of the Week? Oh. oh. I hate to say it, but Martinelli. Sammy? Nelly! I just want to chime in here. As much as I love Arsenal, Bruno G for me. True. Fair enough. Brie? Um, I didn't really watch football like that this season, so I'm going to do it off the This season? (laughs) 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 You saw Tico Gal was like, I'm done with it. I'm still second of January. I just said that. Engaged. She looked out to the same picture came up. She said, "No." You 
you guys are really onto me today. I can't <laughs> come on the pod anymore, you know. <laughs> you know, if you only if you concede the game, then you only have to take three 0 loss. <laughs> Lauren, I'm just, just saying. I'm, I'm I'm so happy that the Spurs City game got postponed because that would have just, just, <laughs> just destroyed our confidence. <laughs> I honestly think they might go unbeaten this season, man. Um, but yeah, I'll echo what um Samantha said. I'll go with Nelly still. Mariam. Girl. Sorry. Oh, I'm trying to think. I don't remember what happened midweek as well. Okay, I think because of... I think today's game is most fresh in my mind. So I think I will give it to Martinelli. Wow. And Marva? Um, I was going to say I won't be. Maybe Cancelo actually. Good chance. Oh, Cancelo. Actually, I yeah. take it back. Cancelo. I completely forgot. Any chance to not give the Arsenal player credit? Do you know what? I, I think you said it. Sorry, Martinelli, because the occasion of the match, yeah. yeah, getting over the, the we always lose to Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Arsenal always do have this thing. That's another reason Arsenal yeah. have this. I don't know what it is. This block when it comes to like you know Liverpool City kind of thing. As much as they'll play well, but then I don't know. There was a game last season where they played so well. For, was it for one? I call it four. Big Six. Bookiness. That's yeah, what they have with. this thing in their head. So because of that, um, I think the game yeah. you're talking about was a city game. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I oh, think yeah, my name But yeah, Cancelo did <laughs> amazing. <so. laughs> okay, <laughs> and that wraps it up for this week. Did you ask Nova? Yeah. Yeah, it's like Cancelo. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> Inclusivity. <laughs> that wraps it up for this week. <laughs> Please do follow all of our socials at Gold Diggers UK and we'll see you guys next week. Oh, and also um, check us out on Apple Podcasts. They're featuring us this month for Black History Month. Ooh. If you go on the Discover um, page, you see us right there. Just scroll a little bit and you see Gold Diggers Podcast. Don't forget to also rate our podcast, like, subscribe. We're on TikTok everywhere. And yeah, see you next week. Bye. <laughs>
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.